Welcome to the Dirt Bike Burrito Podcast. My name is Jeremy and this is the Burrito Bite Series. We're going to have small episodes for you, the burrito crew. Now we know that traveling is a bit hard and we're not doing as many long distance drives, some of us. So these episodes are a nice 15-20 minutes with industry experts, organizers, riders, and I guess just a whole range of people that are interesting. Plus, Alex and I sit down and have a quick chat amongst each other. And in this episode, we are talking just shit again. Alex and I answer some of your questions that you've sent in. Uh, questions about what events you should enter for your first time, what gear you should purchase, uh, what's important, that kind of stuff from questions that you've sent in to us. So thanks again for getting involved with the podcast. We're super stoked to have so many people ask these questions and we'll just answer them as we get them uh, either between Alex and I or to the, the, ho- the guests that we're asking. So thank you again very much. Hope you enjoy this episode. Massive thanks again to our supporters, Adventure On Store, B&B Off-Road, Grassroots Hard Enduro, On Point Moto and Suspension, Whole Shot Graphics, Goat Mountain Extreme, Global Racing on Pulse Media. Thank you so much. We really hope that you're enjoying this series. We have so many more episodes to come. We can't wait to be able, we can't wait though to get back out there. We are going to be at the Young 8 Hour, uh, the Transmoto event that's coming up in mid-November. So Hopefully we can catch you out there. Hopefully uh, we can actually get some riding time. I'm definitely not getting any riding time before we race, but that's the way we roll. So hopefully we can get a few episodes recorded out there with some riders, some special guests, some actual hosts, uh, some actual guests on the podcast, which would be good. But until then, we're just going to keep smashing out these burrito bites uh, for you, the fans. All right. So until next time, keep riding and stay safe. Cheers. All right, Alex, we're back. How are you? We're back. What are you up to? Mate, you ask me every time, but I feel like I have the same answer. I'm working <laughs> at home in my office. It's shrinking by the day. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sitting in my uh, my wardrobe because it's quite good for sound. Eating a curly whirly, so we're, we're pretty much the same people right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get my rant out of the way. We booked you to go up the island at the end of the month, which has now been cancelled thanks to the government pushing back of the um, of the travel restrictions into regional New South Wales. So mm-hmm. I've got my grumpy pants on. Okay. Anyway. No, uh, <laughs> To be honest, I I'll like you in any pants, Alex. So let's just uh, let's move on from there. <laughs> it's a bad image. It's a bad, bad image. Especially, especially COVID, Alex. COVID, Alex is not good. There's a lot of COVID, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway. Anyway, but um, right. So we got some. We had some questions asked. We had a lot of questions asked. So let's um. We did. We um. I guess people want to know our answers or our opinions or our, you know kind of. I don't know why. People like to hear our responses, Alex. So let's let's give the people what they want. Well, let's do it. Let's, who do let's we, pick one. Yeah, you pick one. Let's, let's, let's go. Who do we got? Pick one close to my heart. A, 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 a listener, Medello.pc, that's, the, that's his, uh, his Facebook um, post, is how do new people to the sport start out? I'm just over 50, got some bikes to ride with the kids, which is great fun. Want to do an event, but thinking hard endurance on a place to start. Mm-hmm. How to get ready, what gear, training, what events are available, etc. Great question, and I mm. reckon that most guys that start out have a similar question. So I reckon we start with that one. That is a really good question, especially at that age. I mean, that's your, I mean, no offense, that's your age group and demographic. I think, it um, is. I think it for is. Yep. certain people, there's different ways to start out, especially the younger you are. I think you're younger, you've got your you got your dad to take you and things like that. If he's not into it or you've got mates around yep. you. But I suppose at that age, if your kids are riding, that's a... I guess it is a bit of a, a bit of a scarier kind of um, step to take um, to get into yeah, racing. I, I agree. And mm. as an older guy, you kind of 
splitting your, t- your time between your kids and your own stuff. I mean, my kids are little, so they're not going to come and do the harder stuff with me or the races, but, you know, I want to make sure I get that part of my riding in. So, yeah. good question, and, uh, yeah, I'd love to chat about that. Yeah, I think uh, I think if we just dive straight into it, there's so many options to get in there. Hard Enduro, mm. yeah, mm. definitely is probably not the best one, but I think even Hard Enduro in the bronze level, the, ones, the bronze that I did... Um, for some of the media stuff when we got to ride the tracks i think bronze bronze entries is still a great one to do it's not super technical it's there's there's things in there that could be a little difficult but there'd be no different to a sunday ride um some of the hills they were definitely not hard uh duro like you see on all the videos but um yeah grassroots definitely an option for your first time plus it's a it's a really nice warming kind of atmosphere grassroots everyone's really laid back so i I don't see why um, a grassroots hard enduro round couldn't be uh, the first event you go to. I agree. I agree. I, mm. I did it a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, I kind of went from trail rides. I think my first kind of thing was those organised trail rides like Sunny Corner and yep. Wadigans and all yep. that sort of stuff, which was great because it kind of it gave you the, the sense of atmosphere and you know camaraderie. Take a few mates with you, but I think for me, if I was to give anyone my thoughts and I'm not going to use the word advice, my thoughts, yeah. I reckon the Transmoto events are the best events to do it for a couple of reasons. One, is there a full organised, full set up, you've got a book, you've got a scrutineer, um, you've got to have a licence. Yeah. Um, that part of it is is there, which I think is really good. But for me, the great thing is it puts you into an environment which you are competing against faster and slower guys. So. It's pretty daunting. The start of those Transmoto events, although they'll roll you off in 15-second intervals and there are some guys there that take old egg bikes. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> it's, um, it's, for a first-timer, I reckon that's a really nice, easy transition into that kind of atmosphere. No one's racing for championship points. Nobody's racing for money. Nobody's racing for sponsorship dollars. Nobody's racing to set records. They're, they're, they're generally bunches of mates. There are pros there, obviously. There, there were some really quick boys there, but they're generally a bunch of mates there to have fun. But for me, I, I reckon I'd be doing a couple of Transmoto events, maybe chuck in towards the end of that, maybe chuck in a grassroots round or two, mm. um, start off in bronze, uh, and then uh, and then kind of you know see where you see where your passion sits, whether it's in the, the competitive stuff. Um, I had entered AORC round, but it got cancelled because of the rain. Lucky. Uh, this year, started this year. Lucky. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was going to be my next step into racing. But for me, I reckon those Transmoto events are brilliant. And the best thing about it, like Andy said, you can tell your mates you're racing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think... Um, you can tell yeah. your mates are racing, so... I mean, I, I totally agree. I think uh, Transmoto events... And also, I like Transmoto events because the ease of of entering um everything's been laid out it's step by step so you can find out how to get an ma license what what you need when you turn up to event like it's very it's kind of every transmoter that we've ever gone to it's super laid out for the first time even though you've been there a million times you can still go oh what am i supposed to do and you'll be able to look over and to be a cue card here to do this or something to do that um you're right i mean there are guys there who are racing because there's a lot of i think there is a lot of internal racing going on which is also good because it gives you that exposure to the fast guys to a level of riding that's going to be well outside what you are but it kind of can put you back in place i'm i mean my first events were club level events and i mean this i i still believe club level events are great like we've got local ones out here and all around the place but my my thinking i think is if you don't want to go to a transmoto because it can be quite expensive for your first time 
um, mm, for some riders who may be scared that, oh, well, if I spend all this money, I'm not like it. It could be a waste of money. A lot mm. of clubs have open days. Like, a lot of clubs yeah, have true. the open days for Enduro or Motocross. I mean, they've he, out just out our way, we had Condo open day, uh, Forbes open day. So, I think even just... Well, mate, correct me if I'm wrong. I first rode with you at an Orange Cross Country. That's it, yeah. That's our first... Express or something. Yeah, that's it. And um, yeah. know, I, I still think they're good, but I mean, even they can be a little confusing too because you can rock up and... They're not really sometimes way well laid out, and if it's your first time, it can get be a yeah, bit overwhelming. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep, I think yep. uh, that because there's a lot of internal people who already know what's going on. All the locals know what's going on. They're not really that. Some clubs, not all of them. I'm being very, very kind of broad here. Some clubs just they're not very uh, helpful for the first timers. You know, they will, they will once you start racing, but sometimes it can yep. be lost because yep. it's like a locals yep. thing. But um, I yep. think open days, transmodos, absolutely go do them. Have and and, and break your break your virginity that way. <laughs> yeah, now they're, they're good and, and like you said, mate, they're they're not too they're not too intimidating. You haven't got KDM trucks and Husqvarna yeah. trucks and all the factory yeah. guys there with you know you know the real quick boys. I suppose the other second part to, to his question. Oh, actually, before I go on to that, for those that are interested, Transmoto have just released their 2022 calendar of events. Yeah. Yeah, but so they haven't finished twenty twenty one yet, have they? Well, no, they haven't. So they've still got the young event on next month, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, November twelfth, um, thirteenth, I think it's or thirteenth, fourteenth. Yeah. Yep. So that'll be a cracked event. Um, but yeah, jump on their social media and or their website, and they've got the twenty twenty two enduro event calendar all laid out there. So mm. plenty but, of time to get prepared. But yeah, the second part of that question was, yeah, how do I get ready? What gear, training, events, all that sort of stuff. So, mate, why don't you kick off that first? How would you get ready? If you're getting into it for the first time, what would you do to prepare? I think you just go back to your basics. You don't need... Uh, well, it's hard. I guess you just work with your budget, don't you? That, like with anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't always need knee braces and you know collars if you can't afford them. So, I mean, right. I remember when I started off, I was wearing just like basic cheap boots you can pick up for about 180 bucks, and a, and a helmet you can pick up for less than 100 bucks. And, and I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm probably one for it. I really don't ride in much... Um, Riding gear. I mean, I do every now and where you know, a pair of riding pants because I do believe in them. But riding jerseys, oh man, I rip mine so often that, nah, <laughs> like majority of the time, especially out our way, like, we're, all the guys just ride in their high vis worn out gear. I wear a high vis worn out t shirt and bloody high vis pants because uh, one, they're worn out and no one really gives a shit. But also, they don't cost money every time that you fall off and rip them. So. I think clothing, I mean, it's different from you and me, though, Alex, because you are always looking on point, mate. You are fresh to death every ride, and I am holed together yeah. with, like, drift stitching and bloody, yeah, I'm, it's, it's always going to be hard for me and you to see I and I with equipment, <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm one I only jerseys once. Yeah, I know, I know. So, for me, I think if, if I'm going to spend money and um, if I have to really spend money, it's, uh, it's boots and helmet. Um, yeah. really that's I mean helmet is just on, is one of those things and then boots clothing wise ah oh, hell I don't give a shit I, I buy all my stuff I mean I, I actually here's it we, we buy our stuff at the Transmoto tents when they're doing those uh, like you know jerseys for like 20 bucks so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah in the bargain yeah. bin and uh, and then obviously my next big thing after all after the helmet is, uh, is a neck brace so I run neck braces yeah. I think um, for me it's just a peace of mind we've had some good friends come off with neck braces that have saved them so I think, you know, gear-wise, oh, just work with your budget, but, you know, the only thing don't skimp on is probably your helmet. That's just one thing that it's, uh, 
it's hard to yeah. hard to say. I mean, saying that, I have that. Oh. I have, we, you and I have that. I use a Cherby helmets, which are. Oh, I can't even remember how much oh. they fucking were, but they, I mean, <laughs> they were. That's probably the most oh, the expensive. Oh, that, that, that's probably the most yeah. expensive part I've ever bought. So, yeah, um, yeah. I think. Yeah, well, what about you? Mate, I'll probably look at it two ways. I'll probably look at my bike at my first, and then and then my gear number two. So my bike, I think, what I'd probably do would be make sure that I meet all the scrutiny rules. So if you got need a bar pad, bar pad. Make sure all your all your um. Uh, you know, return your, your brake returns are there, your tyres, your bearings are all good. All the things they check, I'd be going through my bike front to back and making sure I'm not going to get booted out when I turn up from scrutineering. That'd be number one. But I mean, you get um, you get those scrutineering lists at the start, though, so it kind of gives you a really good understanding of what they look for. And yeah, I think correct. That's, I mean, that's really MA good. license, they, yeah, they yeah. tell you what they're going to check. But and it's also rather, than new, Sorry. rather than new sticker kit, I'd oh, be making yeah. sure I've got Shit. good good handguards, good bash plates, all that sort of stuff. So no, yeah, I mean good tyres, all that sort of thing. Yeah, I think they're always going to be you know that those aesthetic things are going to be good. A new tyre, yeah, okay, you can put that on. But I mean, oh God, I've still been running the same tyre I have since Kosciuszko because that golden tyre just won't bloody die. But I think you're you're right. I mean, making sure your bike is sound, the same thing you do before you go for a ride, anyway, really. Yeah. yeah. So no, you'd, and then um, gear wise. Gear-wise, mate, I'm probably on the other end of the spectrum to you mm. um, in as far as that, to me, is a priority. So <laughs> I will not... I will, I will feel like Robocop getting onto yeah. the bike. I'll have boots, braces, goggles, gloves, helmet, armour, whatever I can buy, I'll wear. Yeah. Um, only because I know the one day I go out, well, I'm not wearing it all, I'll come... And in fact, that's exactly what happened when I broke my ribs last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Or the year before. I went, you know, it's only going to be short little blasts. It's only a training ride. Guess what happened? Um, So probably for me, certainly doesn't have to be the newest, the latest, the greatest, you know, the 2022 sticky uh, design and look. Provided it's not worn out, you haven't got holes in it. The number of times you see guys with sticks that have gone through boots boots and nylons and, I mean, how would you care? I can't even imagine that. So I'm probably on the flip side of of you. I'm I'm probably going to spend most of my money on protective gear for me that I am. Um, you know the blingy bits. Or well, mind you, I'm, I do have a soft spot. <laughs> Man, I, I, I say, I'm gonna say call bullshit. You have bling on you and the bike. You're you're full pimped out on everything. And uh, which is a really good. This a is, really good bait of mine. Always looks at me and says, "You are the fastest guy in the car." Yeah, uh, well, you say that to yourself too. And you, I mean, that's why it's always good when you and I ride because you'll look over at my bike and there's like cable ties holding the subframe together, and my, I've got like tears in my jersey. And I look over to you and you look exactly like a catalog photo, like. Exactly, and um, I think yeah, that, I think that's what makes yeah. that's what makes us so good. Like everyone, like good banter, good relationships, yeah. and and oh, I, I I totally admit to you being right on bike. I think if you look after your bike, though, it should pass scrutineering. Really, in any way, you yeah. always check your spokes, you always check your wheel bearings, you're always checking those things um, after every ride. Yeah. So that's just basic maintenance stuff. Equipment ride yeah. for me. As long as my helmet's good and my boots are good, I'm fine. Like I'm, I'm one of the one, one crash, one drop helmet replace guy. That's me. Like it's just. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know no, a lot of guys. No, I've no, seen no. a lot of guys have big crashes, get up and then use the helmet the next race. So that's not me. And I do. I have probably three helmets right now here because of you know if I crash, I, I can replace one on the weekend. But um, yep. Boots as well. One of those things. I've got. I want to be able to keep walking and I don't want to blow an ankle on it. So. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, yeah. that's a good question, though. I think uh, I think everyone's going to have a different answer, especially even just you and me with uh, with answers. Yeah, I think uh, 
it's just going to be what you can afford and um, and what you need for the racing. Because what you need yeah. for racing is obviously your bikes will be in good order, but a helmet and boots, that's really all you need. Oh, and gloves. I think you have to have gloves when you race, don't you? I think that's one of the requirements. Yeah, you need, you need, I think you need, I mean, but, I'm sure I'm probably going to be wrong, but ankles are wrist cover. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, gloves, no, no. Goggles, helmet. No, because you can wear T-shirts. I mean, we wear, we, wear the, um, we wear the Hawaiian shirts, remember? Yeah, but that's over a jersey. No, oh well, I mean maybe some, maybe some events. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe in some events. I mean we've just wore the the, the um Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirts and I was gonna wear it for a while, but that's not gonna happen. But um, no, I think uh you are right. Uh, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe but you're no right. gloves, gloves too. Like I've seen guys wearing gloves, yeah. riggers gloves, like the PPE gloves they wear on mine sites. They've been wearing them because they last longer. They've got inbuilt armor in the fingers and the thumbs. Mm. Like mm. It's, the boys out here are wild because they seem to be wearing more protective stuff when they go riding than when yeah. they do at work. <laughs> Yeah, I reckon the only other thing I wouldn't mind mentioning, and, and um, I'm sure this is stating the obvious, but the more comfortable you can get in gear, the longer you last on your bike. Yeah, I, I've had some really expensive helmets, like you know, crazy because I thought they were the best. But I couldn't wear them for more than an hour. Yeah, they're now sitting in my shed. because yeah. I can't wear them. They're just a Boots. They put too much pressure on certain parts of my face, and mm. they're, they're no good. So the helmets I run now, they're Cherby's ones. They're really light. The most comfortable I've ever yeah. had. Yeah. Um, and but they're not the most expensive. They're just they're just a one that fits my head. So take if you if you are going to go through the exercise of buying some gear, don't buy the cheapest one you can buy. Just go and try it all on. Make sure it's yeah. here. You can spend eight nine hours in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Boots boots for me. I like because my foot obviously is quite large, and you know some boots in this size fit better than the others. And yeah, yeah. narrow foot. And I think you're right. Like you got to be able to sit in those boots for. A good eight hours, that's the way I like to look yeah. at it because you never know where you're going to be and, and walking and all those things. So, yeah, boots. like Yeah, yeah I mean, top yeah. brand boot um, that everybody loves here. I, I can't wear them. It's just not comfortable with me. I found that, the, um, yeah, just, just not, not not a thing for me. So, you know, I've gone through a fair few boots and I've got a really good pair now. But, yeah, yeah. it's uh, one of those things. you just got to gotta make what works works for you. Yeah, I agree. It's funny, though. When you look at gear, the more you tend to research, the more... I, I didn't realise... And again, I'm, I'm pretty uneducated. That the, the difference in boots for different disciplines. So oh, if you're yeah. really into your hard enduro, it's going to be very different from motocross boot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so again, annoying. make sure oh. when you're buying your gear, it's suited to what you're doing. Trail riding boots because you've got trail riding soles and different ankles, yeah. and you've got the motocross boots. And yeah, and I mean, your adventure yeah. riding boots are different yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Don't wear adventure motor boots so when you go do a, do a motocross and stuff because they're definitely there. <laughs> but you know, because like hard enduro, we usually wear like the. Well, I know I do anyway, and a lot of guys that I know wear the Fox Comp Fives because yep. they have a a really good sole, like pretty much just a, like a um, a hiking boot sole. But really good, uh, yeah. yeah, really good. But I mean, I'm also using the Grassroots boots at the moment, and they're bloody they're they're a great boot as well. I think their soles mm-hmm. are going to be redone, so hopefully they'll be into the hard yep. enduro stuff. So, yeah, I guess yep. it's just what you want. And there's so many kind of generic boots out there for all disciplines, so you don't have to yeah. go and look for the specific one. No. No, no, I agree, mate. Yeah, yeah, very good. All right. Well, how good is that? Good we, we answered a question. Woo! Good question. I like that. Yeah, well, there uh, we go. I think everybody goes through that exercise, don't they? Yeah, well, absolutely. We still go through it now, mate. And, uh, and, and then, oh, would you want to talk about any bike parts? What do you think you think people could need for the first time? It's like People uh, are like, oh, I'll get steg pegs what? or get like a steering dampener or get a so fatter seat. I reckon seat. the greatest thing I ever did to, to my bikes, um, and this is probably a whole burrito bite in itself is put mooses in oh yeah I hear you oh, <laughs> oh, 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 I hear honestly you. I've got some mates that poo poo them oh. and 
no, I want four mil tubes. You're gonna, I said, no. honest to goodness, no. they are the single best thing I've ever done to my bike. Unless you're unless you're running desert races, moose. Don't, yeah, don't, because yeah. obviously desert races, you'll just burn the poor bugger out. Yeah, yeah, all motocross, of course, but yeah, yeah. for anything in the bush, enduro-wise, oh, it's just don't, don't fuck with this. Oh, this is great. We're going to piss so many people off, Alex. Here we go. This, <laughs> this is that one topic we're going to get fucking cancelled for, but don't fuck with, <laughs> like, tubeless or what. Just do a moose. Just do a moose. Yes, that's brilliant. Oh, and then... I, I, oh. I, I went through a few different brands. I found a brand I swear by I'll lube the hell out of them, yeah. and they'll last me two tyres. No, which... I, I, um, I even do the worst thing where I'll buy a moose, and then instead of replacing the moose, I'll buy another moose, and then just keep you swapping it, it. No, no, yeah. I keep swapping it over so it gets to like a yeah. perfect softness level. So then I can put that yeah. moose into a brand new tyre when I go race the grassroots because yeah. it's at the perfect like psi pressure. Yeah. What do you want to call? Oh yeah, no, moose baby, moose. Yeah, moose. Meso Moose are the ones I found. Yeah, Nito's are good. Yeah, there's a couple of bands out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole bunch of them, Golden Tire stuff. I I just, you know, whatever whatever you can afford too, because Mooses are Mooses, and, um, you know, you can get some pretty good Mooses out there. I mean, they are very expensive, but, oh, don't fuck And they're shit to fit, don't get me wrong. No, you get someone else to fit them. 50 bucks at the tire shop, get them to fit it. I bought a magic machine called a Rabaconda. Oh yeah, well, can, yeah, yeah. That's you that, can do them in do do a tire in five minutes. But, but you could you do it, one of them if you could do it. How long does it take you, Alex? Don't say the five first minutes. Tire, no, I can get them both done off the bike, back on the bike, front and rear, probably in half an hour. I reckon. Ah, uh, yeah. But you said in five minutes. No, in fifteen but minutes. That's to do time. just so Jack. You know, from from getting everything out. If I say to my wife, I'm half an hour to change tires. That, that's about right. Yeah. But, but is that, that's on your kid's mate, mini bike, I though. We, <laughs> I know we're getting towards the end, but the first time I tried to do mooses without this machine, and I think the tire lever is still lodged in the brick wall at my last house because it, it, <laughs> it came out, ask Terry, it came out at about a 1,000 miles an hour and shot across my garage into the <laughs> into the chip rock wall. Yeah. We're professional. Take our advice. We know exactly Listen what we're talking advice. about. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well... No, mooses... So yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, obviously good service. Make sure everything's chain tension, oil, mm-hmm. air filters clean. No, no, um, but no, no. We're not talking pro- about maintenance. We're talking about bolt-on parts. No, and then, like, and I then, think handguards. I'll probably handguards, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really... Uh, yeah. Or just carry levers. I know guys who don't use handguards. They just carry levers because they don't like how bulky they are and things like that, which is yeah. which is fine. I just run handguards because I think they're good. And um, yeah. I mean, a lot of guys run steg pegs because they can help too. So I think it's just whatever yeah. works for you. Go ride someone's bike with steg pegs and see if it works for you. Like, don't just go well, out I've and buy them. On, you got them on your bike? I've got them on my, no, on my husky. No, 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 I've just got a thing called core strength, mate. I don't need no fucking... Like. Yeah, no, I'm all soft and flabby. I haven't got any of that. <laughs> no, because well, we do the hard enduro, they, uh, they, you know, the pegs, steg pegs kind of get in the way a little bit. I mean, they're on my yeah. husky. But they're not. Uh, they're not going to be on the beta because they're just because I move around so much and yeah, yeah fair it, it just doesn't doesn't work. But no, no. Um, yeah. No, there we go, yeah. Alex. Uh, question answered. Boom. Very good. Right. Very good. Well, mate, that's uh, that's a little burrito bite. Yeah. Thanks for being the bite, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to everyone later on. See you, mate. See ya.